This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. And now that you've heard most of the day's news headlines, it's time for some of the news that didn't make the news this morning. Peanut butter and jelly Oreos and cookie butter Oreos. How does that sound? Ooh, that sounds good. Or if that doesn't do it for you, how about a dipping sauce that tastes like rock star sweat? Oh, now, now, now I hear nothing. <laughs> what? Crickets. What? It is Monday, the 7th of August of 2017. We're Jeff and Jenny. Here it is, your news that didn't make the news, but probably should have on Cincinnati's Q102. All right, so Oreo is on this kick uh, where they're doing all these limited edition flavors to get people to talk about them, and now it seems like they can't even keep track of what they've released and when it's coming out because they just separately announced Two new types of Oreos, peanut butter and jelly, and cookie butter. The PB&J ones are at Kroger right now. Ooh, I'll have to look for those. I just was at Kroger yesterday. And the cookie butter ones are scheduled to come out next month. So look for peanut butter and jelly Oreos and cookie Butter. What is cookie butter? Okay, so it's like I was getting ready to ask like if cookie you dough, had ever sorta? had it. It kind of no, it's like a peanut butter, but it's kind of cookie based. So it tastes like maybe tastes, like a sugar cookie or something. Yes, and but it's really delicious. Is that's it kind of like? Have you ever had like the Teddy Graham dip and people dip the Teddy no, Grahams in? It's like, not because that's kind of like a really syrupy icing. This is more of the texture that you would have of like an almond butter. <laughs> Teddy Graham or, dip, really? You ever seen that? Yeah. No, it's like it's like. Frosting in a bowl, and it then you, you dip your plain your cookies cookie in Because the cookie isn't good I, enough. <laughs> just reference Teddy Grahams. That's sweet enough for you. They sell that like wow. in, the, in a pack. Yeah. Like you have the dip on the side. But this is more the consistency of like almond butter, peanut butter. Do they you sell could, it at Trader Joe's? They do. I feel like maybe I've had it there. They sell it at Trader Joe's, and I think that they actually um, make it. It's in the peanut butter aisle next to like the almond butter and the peanut butter. They make it like in a thing now. Well, the cookie like butter Oreos are scheduled to come out next month. Uh, the peanut butter and jelly Oreos, you'll find them in Kroger stores right now. And I'll try weird food every once in a while. Probably not Japan-level weird, but a fried chicken chain in Tokyo called Tenka Toramasu just created a new dipping sauce that is flavored like sweat, and specifically the sweat from a band called Cayman Joshi. Fortunately, it's not made with real sweat, but they took the sweat from the band and figured out that they could sort of replicate it with a mix of salt, lemon juice, and cheese. It sounds disgusting. <laughs> Ew. 
And now people can dip their chicken tenders in that. No. Yeah. So uh, the next time you're hanging out in Tokyo, be sure to pick some of that up at Tenka. I think Tormasa. I would try it, though, don't you? <laughs> I think I would. And you know what? The next time I'm sweating, I'm going to smell it, and I'm going to go, hmm, cheese, lemon zest, and a little bit of salt. Just a yeah. hint. It's got to be really salty, because sweat's salty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wichita State University in Kansas recently teamed up with the city of Wichita to paint a water tower with the school logo and name. School logo for Wichita State University and uh, the name of the city. And somehow (laughs) they managed to misspell two of the three words, not one. Two of the three words. It's got to be Wichita. How do you even? I don't even know how to spell that. It is Wichita. Well, no, actually, the word they did not misspell was Wichita, which you would think would be the hardest (laughs) one to spell. No, they switched the last letters in state and university. So the water tower said Wichita Stadi University. Oh my goodness. That's great. Wichita Stati University. The city fixed it on Friday morning, but not until <laughs> after tons of people had taken photos and it was all over Uh-oh. social media, right? Uh, and this would have been amazing if this woman hadn't caught her mistake. A woman in England. A woman in England was trying to put on her fake eyelashes last week. You don't have you don't do fake eyelashes. You do. I do the extensions. You do the extensions. I don't do the ones where you actually because because I, I can't ever see to put them on. There, so it's so hard. Yeah, some people do that and they yeah. do it every day, which I find. I have a friend amazing. that can glue hers on. I mean, almost in the dark because she's so used to doing it. But if you've ever tried, always feel confident on your second date with help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. To actually put the glue on and put it on your eye yourself, it's challenging. Well, she was having trouble gluing one on and she couldn't figure out why... She couldn't figure out why. Finally, she put on her glasses and realized why. She mistook a dead fly for her fake eyelashes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's disgusting. Yeah, she sent a photo of the fly next to her eyelashes to her daughter, who promptly put it on Twitter and made her mom's embarrassing moment go internationally viral. Ew. So, thought I would share that with you since it was something everybody was talking about and since we're talking about social media let's talk here about emojis for just a moment it's very important to pay attention when new emojis come out since i'm pretty sure they're now our primary form of communication it's our modern day hieroglyphics the unicode consortium the unicode consortium is the group that regulates emojis 
and the Unicode Consortium picks what emojis will make the official set every year. Oh, fun. That then goes out to Apple, Google, Twitter, and the rest to add to your phone. And they just announced their final candidates for next year. There is no guarantee these will get picked, but they probably will next June. And then you can see them on your phone by the end of the year. So here are the best ones. Uh, smiley face with a superhero cape. The poop, but with a sad face. Oh, that's a good one. So it's a sad poop. I've had that happen emoji. before where I want to send a sad poop. I didn't uh, want to send the smiley face. Like right. if you have an upset stomach, you need to send the sad poop. You need to send the sad <laughs> poop, right? Next time I take a you sick day, I'm just going to text you guys at three in the morning. The, the sad, sad poop, poop face. face. <laughs> you'll, know, you'll know what it means. Yep, that's all we need. <laughs> And what I love is is if you only send like one emoji or two, they're really big on your phone yes, now. I love that too. <laughs> I almost send it separately on purpose because I want to see it be that big. Yep. Especially the woman with the hand on the head because that really has to come through. Right. Uh, let's see. Animals including a kangaroo, llama, peacock, hippo, and lobster. Yay. Some think the hippo may have been inspired by our own Fiona. See, I think so. I'm sure that all the people, I mean, they probably have to look through and see how many words are, what are the most often words used instead of emoji. Right. And then that's how they inspire uh, the, yeah. the emojis. And I'm sure hippo was on there a lot. Foods like a mango, sliced bagel, and cupcake, a skateboard, a brick wall. Oh, I love the brick wall. A teddy bear. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> He's a big Pink Floyd fan. <laughs> Jeff, what are you doing? No, because some, because I feel like sometimes I'm banging my head up against a brick wall. Brick wall. Right. And a roll of toilet paper. Oh, that's a good one, too. Yeah. So there to you go. go. my sad poop face. It's exciting. <laughs> We're very excited about these new candidates for emojis next year. All right. Cincinnati's Q102, Jeff and Jen Morning Show, 635, early rain showers, then mainly cloudy. We'll see uh, high around 77. It's 65 with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, let's see. Friends with benefits. The part, the big part of the appeal of a friends with benefits situation is that there are no strings attached. I mean, there was literally a movie about it with Ashton Kutcher and Natalie Portman called No Strings Attached. I love that movie. It's one of my favorites. And, of course, without even getting into the plot of the movie, I don't have to tell you how this likely goes just by reading the you know exactly how this movie's gonna go it's, it's never movie, that simple like friends with benefits with uh justin timberlake and mila kunis along the same lines right you know it starts out no strings attached of course feelings get involved and how do they manage and resolve that so there there's two movies no strings attached and friends with benefits i don't even need to tell you how it goes because you're smart enough to predict exactly how this movie goes both of these movies Anyway, according to a new study out of the University of Denver, the best way to make a friends with benefits set up work is to actually attach some strings. The researchers found the keys to make sure both people are happy and satisfied in a so-called friends with benefits relationship is to actually act a little more like a couple. So that means communicating. Ooh. <laughs> outside of what are you doing tonight or can i come over mm -hmm. hi 
<laughs> Sacrificing a little for the other person. Mm. Why would I want to do that? Caring about them and not constantly searching for other people to date. I mean, if you do all those things, aren't you in a relationship? Sounds a lot like a committed relationship to me. But that's the point. The researchers say it sort of is. You could do all those things for an hour once a week. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But they found that it did make happy, make people happier to mix in those sort of almost a relationship elements, even if it was just supposed to be about sex. I, I mean, I kind of get what their point is. Yeah, but I really don't feel like that's <laughs> the point of friends with benefits. You know what I mean? But they're saying, uh, I, I, I'm going to rephrase it and say how I interpret this study to mean. You're going to Jeff it up. Go I'm going to Jeff this up a little bit. Meaning, if look, if you communicate like a normal human being, you know, instead of just being like aloof and not talking to them ever, but like seriously being friends with them. Friendly. Just be friendly. Friendly, friendly yeah. right. Without any pressure. You know me. I'm incredibly low maintenance and i hate pressure of any kind um it's just being polite and respectful and instead of sacrifice i would just say you know courteous yeah but i feel like sometimes when you are in a friends with benefits situation if that person talks to you outside of wanting to hook up you're like oh my god look it's jeff again why is he texting me we're only supposed to talk on friday night well if the person went out of their way to talk to me then I I would kind of be like that too. But yeah. if it's someone, you know, there's a reason you guys were friends first anyway. So there must be some interaction there. You mm-hmm. must either be hanging out in a shared group of friends or you're in a work situation. See, I think that's when it works the best. If you have a group of people that always hang out and or they're all coupled up except for you and that guy and you and that guy just know that you're going to go home with each other. So you're right. not really dating, but you're still in the same friends kind of situation. Yeah, but you're but there's no pressure. You still communicate. You treat each other like human beings. You're nice to each other. You know, you show each other consideration, but there's no ruling sort of commitment like I'm responsible to this person, which is a completely different thing to me. I don't know. Then there's the curveball. I think what what Fritch is getting at is, you know, when you have that, I don't want to call it coldness, but that not what the opposite of what this list is. Sometimes you need that because maybe the other person, there's always maybe one person in that commit that friends with benefits relationship that likes you more. Yes. That that maybe wants it to go a little bit further. Oh, see, then you're out. I'm out. See? But that's why you can't have that. You can't say that. But that's why you can't have any other communication besides. Hi, can I come over? Or hi, do you want to hang out? Because that's what happens. But no, 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 no. You and I are talking about two different things. You're talking about an intentional communication where you would not communicate had you not sent that person another text. I'm talking about when you're already existing in the space of that other person. Yeah, like whether it's through work or through shared groups of friends. Like, you can't just not talk to them. Right. I understand that. But I also think that when you do those kinds of things, that's how you get more feelings involved. If you just know, oh, at the end of the night, I'm going to... But we were friends anyway, so why wouldn't we? Yeah. 
But it's not friends with benefits at that point, in my opinion. Because <laughs> you're going to end up getting hurt or want to be in a relationship. I love that you're in a relationship and you had a baby with this guy and you're still like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I'm not doing that with him. I'm saying if I were in a circle situation, <laughs> I would not be talking to my benefits partner. Gotcha. All right, moving on. The cops in Swansea, Wales, recently put 35-year-old Wayne Esmondi's mugshot on their Facebook page because I guess the guy had a warrant out for assault. In the mugshot, his eyes are open very wide, and he kind of looks like a mix of shocked and crazy. I got to pull this up. So Wayne replied to the Facebook post last week and wrote, I am him. Not a very flattering mugshot. I would appreciate it if you would take this post down. Innocent until proven guilty and all that. And he eventually reached a deal with the cops. If he turned himself in, they would take down the photo. So... <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> they got him at just the right moment. His eyes are. Oh, we have to put this up on the Jeff. I mean, he's not a bad looking face. dude. He just. It's just they caught him in a moment where it his eyes like could not be wider. Stuck his finger in a socket or something. Right. That light. Yeah. So he's obviously he sees the photo. He he's embarrassed. He's like, that's not a very flattering mugshot. Please take it down. And so he reaches a deal with the cops. The deal was if he turned himself in, they would take down the photo. So what does he do? He goes to the station on Thursday. The cops arrested him, and they took down the mugshot. But unfortunately for Wayne, now that the story is out, the mugshot is all over the Internet and getting infinitely more attention than it ever would have gotten had he not said anything. You got to check this out. I just posted it on our Jeff and Jen Facebook page. Uh, because he chose to make a federal case about it, now everybody's talking about it. Had he not, this wouldn't even be discussed. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.